I'm visiting with Dr. Ann Early, state archaeologist for Arkansas. Dr. Early, you've spent much of your career researching and studying through archaeological excavation and ethno-historic analysis, the people that we refer to as Cadoan. Could you tell us a little bit about who exactly are we talking about when we use that term? Well, people use the word in different ways. Cadoan itself is a language group, and there are many modern tribes and nations who are part of that language group. The particular group that we are focusing on in this area are the Southern Caddo, or as they call themselves often the Caddo proper, the Caddo nation, Caddo tribe, people who lived in the Four Corners area of Oklahoma, Texas, Louisiana, and Arkansas. And this part of the Arkansas River Valley here at Spiro are often believed to be the location where a northern group of Caddo also lived in the centuries around 1000 AD. And you've worked with other Caddoan speaking peoples, both in Oklahoma and Arkansas, haven't you? We've worked in the archaeology of the prehistoric Caddo primarily, okay. and worked with the historic Caddo tribe in bridging the gap between what they know of their culture today and are interested in and what the prehistoric archaeological remains tell us about what their ancestors did. What types of sites have you excavated over your career? I've worked on mounds and salt-making habitation sites or settlements, farmsteads. Uh, those are primarily the kinds of sites that I've been involved with. What's salt-making about? The Caddo were among the people in the southeast who were able to make salt. Uh, the underlying subsoil has salt in it, and when water passes through it and emerges as springs and streams, it's briny. And you can actually make salt from it if the brine is strong enough, and you have to do that by boiling the water. So that across the Caddo world, there were many places where Caddo communities spent a lot of their time boiling salty water, making salt cakes, using it themselves, and then trading it far and wide. And in the historic period, the Caddo of this region were known as salt makers who traded salt cakes to the east, to the Mississippi River Valley, and encountered uh, people who also encountered the French explorers who first reached the region. So this isn't just a local story. This has implications for much broader regions of this area that we now call America. Yes, there were only a handful of places in the pre-industrial times where salt making was possible. You had to have briny water, and you had to have a way to evaporate it, either with fire or sun, and there were a limited number of native people who could make salts. Uh, there are more complicated ways of making salt by growing plants and burning plants and putting water through the ashes and boiling that, but the Caddo world was one of the places that could have provided salts to people for hundreds of miles around. What do you think that the Caddo were receiving in return for this valuable salt that they were dispersing across the landscape? Well, there are occasional pottery vessels that we find that come from the Mississippi Valley or the Arkansas Valley down south. And there were probably other things that are perishable, including diplomatic relations, maybe wives and husbands, assistance in times of need. Social needs may have been met, not just physical needs. So it seems like salt may have been an important currency of uh, relationships in the economies of the Caddoan peoples in the past. It was, and it's actually the same way across the whole world. Our own ancestors in Europe 
people in Africa, people in China, people in parts of the Near East were also salt makers for hundreds if not thousands of years. And it was a major opportunity for people to have a valuable commodity to be used with their neighbors. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate you visiting with us today as we explore more about the Cadoan peoples here at the Spiro Mound archeological site.